Hey everyone, Jay here. I just wanted to say that we've got some really cool artwork for this episode, so you're going to want to click through to the show notes to check out the full version of the image, which we'll be showing in your podcatcher right now. Our thanks go out to Yuri Keynes on Twitter for working with us to create this piece of art. Anyway, on with the show. One more thing before we start. We're planning on taking a little break in May, but that will be after this short series on wrestling in video games. We'll definitely be back to releasing episodes in June, but in the meantime, make sure to check the website, which is wafflingtailors.rocks, because we have 74 episodes of the show available there, along with almost 50 blog posts and numerous video game challenges. We are planning on doing some video game streams on weekends, schedule permitting. Check out Twitter or Facebook for those details, just search Waffling Tailors on those sites. And on top of that, we're also doing a weekly freeform chill hangout for people to drop in and drop out of where you can chat with us about anything you like. These Hangouts are currently private, so in order to get details, send us a direct message on Twitter or Facebook and we'll send them on over to you. Anyway, let's get on with the show. The following podcast has been paid for by the New Waffle Order. You can think of this as the New World Order of Video Game Podcast, brother. The New Waffle Order. Yeah! While you're sitting there, as uncomfortable as you possibly can be, I hope you're thinking about the pain we're going to inflict on you. Because we're going to come out as the podcast above all podcasts and kick your asses all over the stadium. You see this? You see this, Jack? I was going to replace that with me, stop it. You see this, Jack? You see this, Jack? I'm going to hit you over the head with it and then you're going to have sweet ear music. You see, you see, you take our podcast, you take the Waffling Taylor Boys podcast, and you take the Arcade Attack podcast, and you got those two in a ring, you've got a 50-50 chance of winning, but then you add the power that we bring, and that statistics, those odds go drastically down, and you got a 33 and a third chance of winning at Waffle Mania! The thing you don't understand is I've got the heart, and I've got the soul, and I've got the muscles, and I've also got Squidge the editor behind me, but I've also got the bee in my corner, and you cannot, you cannot equal that! Hard times, you want to talk about hard times, brother? Well, hard times is when you've recorded a two and a half hour podcast only to realize you forgot to hit record when you started the machine. And then you get home and you realize all you have is two hours of your dog recorded on the bag in the train home, brother. The thing about me that you don't realize is I have nearly 30 years of video game playing experience. And not just that, wrestling video game experience. You want to talk about down forward and punch to do a Hadouken? I can do that in my sleep, brother. I can do all the moves in my sleep, brother. I'm like the Donald Trump of podcasts. You see, it's me, it's me, it's T-H-E-B, coming at you once again with my pal Jade and Squidgy, and we're coming for you, because if you're not down with the Waffling Trailers podcast, then we got two words for ya! Hong Kong? After this Sunday, we're gonna wipe the floor with you so hard, you're gonna look like an Xbox 360 with a red ring of death!
pro wrestling, whether you like it or not, has become one of the biggest pieces of 20th century American culture to be exported across the world. Whether it's a mixture of just pantomime or soap opera, if you are um, of an American... Um, Gland. 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 <laughs> so yeah, whether it's whether it's uh, a pantomime or soap opera mixed with a live stunt show or performance art is up for debate, but not in this episode. We are not smart enough to make that uh, decision. There are actual, did you know this? There are actual um, university courses, like you can get a PhD in pro wrestling, like the study of and the history of, which is really cool. But yeah, uh, that's because I'm... I like reading about it and reading about the history and stuff. But uh, yeah, pro wrestling or sports entertainment, as one particular company would have you uh, call it, it's it's had its fair share of video games. Uh, from the classic pro wrestling on the NES, which I found out whilst doing research for this episode is actually the third in a series of NES games. I did not know that at that point. So yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, from that, all the way to the arcade classics like WrestleFest and from WCW and NW Revenge in the 90s on the N64 to the absolute car crash that was WWE 2K20. We're not going to talk about which game was uh, the best. <coughs> NW <NWR> Revenge. <coughs> um, oh, no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to talk about all of our favourite episodes, right? So uh, what makes them favourite, though? And whether they have been... Whether that's because it's the game that's the best or the roster of characters on there or whatever. And whether there have been any games which have been able to eliminate all of the others in the Battle Royale and take the title of World Heavyweight Championship of Wrestling Video Games, brother. Um, Which is my scripted intro, which is totally, completely and utterly ridiculous. I'm not very good at cutting promos, as you could tell. No, well, I mean, we already had evidence of that, I think. Yeah, that's true. true. Right, so actually getting on to wrestling this time, bloody hell. Right, you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 hang on, hang on. I said, are you ready? Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right, fine. (laughs) And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. We've got waffle on. That'll do, yeah. <laughs> Ow. So, yeah, as I just discussed in my horribly uh, written promo there, with that ridiculous Battle Royale World Championship of Wrestling video games, um, we're going to talk about wrestling video games. Uh, what we're going to do, hopefully, is go on a round robin. I've come up with a list of some of the best games uh, in wrestling in my opinion uh, i'm sure squidge and b have as well um i think i've really only got one or two really i'm not i'm not brilliant at it but uh what we can do is we're gonna go around the table because we all sat at a table go around this metaphorical table just like the b's phone is doing right now he's going to do that <laughs> one of those, uh, what are they called pop sockets pop socket yeah. but it's got a spinner rooney on it but yes, so we're going to go around uh, the table and we're going to talk about what's great about each game. So um, who wants to go first? I don't want to go first. I want one of you guys to go first. So who's going to go first? Bees <laughs> currently sti- sucking I've got a lemon. sneeze right on the end of my nose. And it's not going anywhere. <laughs> Usually come from inside your nose. Yeah, no, right. Okay. It's a lot I know. Yeah. About so I'll tell you what, right? Whilst, whilst the bee's <laughs> struggling with his nose. Right, there we go. Squidge, why don't you go first? Tell us the first... Right, here's here's a bunch of questions for you to get you started. Same questions for the B and for me when we come around to each other, right? So I want you to be to- to- thinking about 
What makes that game stand out from the others that were released at the time? Uh, what platform was it on? And was it a platform exclusive? And did it have a story mode? Or was it just sort of pick up and play and beat the snot out of someone? Right. That kind of thing, right? So, Squidge, what's your first pick for your favorite wrestling game ever? Now, these aren't tiered. They, well, no, they are tiered. But they're not in any kind of order. You can go with best. You can go with not best. You can go with, if you have top three, you can go three to one. You can go one to three. You can go two, one, three, whatever you want. N64 title, WCW NWO Revenge. Okay. Mainly because you could play as a ninja. Ninja vanish! Is that it? That's the only reason that... Yeah, pretty much. Um, at the time of playing it, I didn't know much about wrestling. I just knew I could play as a ninja. Do you mean Aki-Man? A.K.A. No. man Hanzo Mon. Hanzo Mon. Yes. The holdover from... So, for the people who don't know, um, in the 90s, A-K-I, Aki, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Uh, you're supposed to no, pronounce right, it. I think. Yeah, oh, Aki, I think. I think. Um, <laughs> they produced a whole bunch of wonderful 3D uh, wrestling games based on a bunch of um, Japanese promos and... Uh, promos? Uh, Japanese... Uh, yeah, promotions. Yeah, I got it right. Yeah, uh, Japanese promotions. And a bunch of those were ported over to... Or brought over to the West, but were bought by different promotions in the transition. Um, and one of those was the Aki games brought over for WCW games. And they left one or two characters in that aren't, that weren't wrestlers, but were created for that Japanese market. One of them was Aki man, which is a fake sort of Sentai slash power Rangers, uh, character, full head to toe spandex, but all kitted out in the Aki logos. And the other one was Hanzo Mon. There's also THQ Man as well. Yes, THQ Man. And, and these were just fake characters <laughs> that were made up. For those who don't know, Hanzo was uh, an attempt at making Hanzo Hattori, which was a um, famous ninja of the Iga clan. But there you go. So that was it, was it, Squidge? Just mm. that you could play as Hanzo Man? Pretty much. Yeah, there was, there was a few iconic names, considering the time it was set in. So I recognised a couple of people like Hulk Hogan and Macho Man and whatever. Oh, yeah. But it was essentially, I, I just, just played as a ninja a lot. And then there wasn't really a story mode. You could just like challenge for all the titles they had. And when I had my way, every single title was held by Hanzo Man. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So is that all you've got to say about it? Or is that a... Well, it's one of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, no, but mm-hmm. that, that's your first game, right? So we can go yeah. around to go around to the B. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So B, what's your... Uh, first game, I guess. So, my, this is going as one of my first uh, games. Well, definitely the wrestling game that I spent the longest playing. And to explain it, I'll probably need a. Li- I'm just going to have a little bit of my own history with uh, with res- watching wrestling, as it were. So, I was kind of a lapsed fan for a while. I first got into wrestling WWF, as it was known then, um, around 1999 when it started first showing on free television. Um, in the UK, uh, it was on a channel called Channel Four. For I mean, those of you in the UK know what that is, but if you're not in the UK, it's a free-to-air uh, station, and they used to show uh, a show called Sunday Night Heat, and then um, they'd have some of the pay-per-views. And the main one I remember was uh, Royal Rumble 2000. And for those who remember that uh, event, that was the one that was headlined by Triple H and Cactus Jack in a Hell in a Cell match, which was quite the thing. No, 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 no. It was a street fight. It was a street fight. Sorry, the Hell in the Cell match was a no way out the next the next month. Um, anyway, the so, so and then that's when I was quite quite big into wrestling, and then I kind of after it left it left free television uh, barely a year later because ironically people were complaining that it was too violent 
to, to for, for children to watch. So Channel 5 decided not to renew it. 20 years later, it's now back on free TV, your figure. But anyway, um, so for a long time, then I didn't watch wrestling then until, get back into it until um, I left university. So about 2010, 2011 was when I got back into wrestling, uh, mainly through the CM Punk John Cena storyline. Anyway, that was that's a rather long-winded way to say that one of my first wrestling games around the time of the 2000s uh, was uh, SmackDown uh, 2, Know Your Role, Dude. for the PS1, oh. which I bloody loved. I played the ever-loving heck out of that game. Oh. Um, yeah, SmackDown 1 was pretty good and brilliant, but SmackDown 2 just kind of... it was. I, I want to say it was... Um, was it Ukes's second ever one it was, yeah. that they would then because they would then continue with the series for 20 years until 2k 2019 uh when they finally left that uh, departed and then you know the one after yuke's departed happened to be 2k 20 make of that what you will um so yeah the uh the, the smackdown 2 just had like the great ros- roster of the time like the rock triple h um big boss man and but the, one of the main new features at the time because obviously playstation with um it's cd-rom you could have like the proper instead of just still images you had the full motion videos of the titan trons in the background as the wrestlers came out so i remember having shane mcmahon and vince mcmahon and you, you it had a really comprehensive customization suite as well so making your own wrestler and i used to love making my own uh, wrestler and that and then giving him his own moves and changing like the lighting and stuff for his entrance and giving him different uh, uh backgrounds and stuff and then playing the season mode um, which is really like comprehensive. You could enter your, your wrestler in, created wrestler into a season, and it'd randomly generate like matches for you to play and the results and shows across the week, which then obviously would let it come into the SmackDown versus Raw and the uh, 2K series uh, up, up until that point. Yeah, it's. I just think it was like really solid, and the controls were like simple. You had, you know, you, you uh, it was simple in in so far that you could understand it, especially compared to how rather clunky it was for the N64 era games before which I, I obviously later played um and went back to but so I, I, i'm fully um accepting there that there might be some sort of uh what's the word recency bias in terms of how uh, i didn't play the n64 ones at the time mm-hmm. um even though i do respect how how good the n64 ones probably were but the you know you had the you had the striking attacks on one button you had the grapple attacks on another button yeah, it just played really well, and m- loads of modes, like TLC matches and table matches and what have you, and, it, and I think just at the time, that really felt like, I mean, it, it was the best wrestling game at the time, and it really felt like a, a full, complete package, um, and expanded on everything from SmackDown 1, and uh, yeah, I just I spent so long playing that game that I, I loved it a lot, yeah. It's, it was, it was very, very quick-paced, it was almost like an arcade game, wasn't it? Yeah, basically, it was quite quick-paced in that, and um, you know, it, it was also like, one of those games that I kind of stuck with for a long time, for for the long time, especially like say with the season mode and everything that let you play for for so long, and I I'd end up playing that game for in game years. But I think I must have spent, I think that game was probably got the most use on my PlayStation One until the end of my PlayStation One, basically. Mm. And it's funny because we didn't have a PlayStation Two for we definitely didn't have it on launch. We didn't have a PlayStation Two for that long. 
But again, like uh, this is how it ties into what I was saying about me stopping watching wrestling lately. I didn't play a wrestling game again um, for a good 10, 10, 12 years, but I've still got those memories of SmackDown 2, and it was, yeah, it was such a good game. Uh, it it, it utilised the multi-tap as well, didn't it? You could have four I think it did, yeah, but we'd never had the multi-tap, so we never really got to experience that. I've never I, seen I one in the wild. Play a lot of that with, uh, I, pl- I used to play a lot of two-player with my, my with my twin brother mm. um, at the time, and we, yeah, we got a lot of, uh, we got a lot of, Use out of that game. We got a fair, a fair uh, money's worth. Sure. Yeah, you were lucky. Me, 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 and that reprobate over there were, were not allowed to play against each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bad did, things happen. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, there was definitely a few arguments uh, a few times <laughs> playing that game. Yeah, yeah. cannot so, come deny that. Remind me, B, was it SmackDown two or was it the first SmackDown where you finished the first month, got through the first PPV, and then you? Uh, so for wrestling, non-wrestling fans, that's pay-per-view. Uh, you got through the first like month of uh, the game time, I guess, and then you unlocked uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Was that that was the first one or the second, second one? And that was was it No Mercy? You had to get to No Mercy to. I, was, I honestly don't remember. It, it I'm, I, I, I remember yeah. the, the whole thing that you had to play. Because Vince turned up, like, yeah. just like in the storyline for whatever PPV. Destroyed a car, up, didn't he? he? No, no, he turned up on... Yeah, he did, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. and then it, the, the camera went close to him. It's the only line he heard, and it was... And that's the bottom line, the Stone Cold said so. It was you had to get to a set point. It was either... Yeah. I mean, it was definitely... I think um, it came out around that, that time when Stone Cold was up, written off for a year because of the car... Um, mm. in, in in universe with the car accident what had actually happened he needed to get surgery on his on his uh, thing didn't he but um, mm. yeah so I think that is accurate in terms of the timing of when it came out but yeah like I don't I, don't, I personally don't remember the details but that's probably it's <laughs> um, right. you could go into like the career mode it was called career mode and you could skip everything yeah. for about yeah. 20 years in game and unlock the lot you wouldn't have to lift a finger just skip skip yeah, skip yeah, skip yeah. skip yeah. as long well, as you were lifting yeah. a finger to hit the skip button yeah. oh yeah yeah there's <laughs> there's two things that I remember specifically about that game first of all is you could once you've unlocked all like because if it wasn't actual wrestlers you'd fight a random wrestler that had a load of created stuff on it you could create Paul White the big show mm-hmm. but it wasn't a fighter in it mm-hmm. and I think because I'm doing a little bit of research and I think he was he was um, sanctioned for something. He wasn't in the game because he either did or didn't do something. I can't remember what it was. So what's really interesting at the time. To, so wrestling. Yeah, the first game didn't even have the season mode, so it must, oh, have, so been it must have been the second one. Yeah. <laughs> it must have been the second one then. So uh, wrestling backstory outside of the universe, sort of thing. Paul White was originally in the WCW, so it's probably that he wasn't included in the game because he his contract hadn't bled over yet. He was one of the first. Well, outside of. I can tell you why. I've literally just found a reason. Oh, you just found it. Okay. So Big Show and Ken Shamrock were both removed from the game before release. And this was because Big Show had been removed from the promotion's programming at the time and had been sent back down to Ohio Valley Wrestling, whereas Shamrock had left WWE entirely to return to mixed martial arts competition. I was going to say, yeah, I knew there was a reason for it. Oh, okay. um, but was both all- of which can could because of due to a uh, well, I say due to a bug, basically because of the way it was programmed and they didn't get rid of them, they could both appear in the Royal Rumble randomly. Oh right, yeah. okay. So, so you just couldn't select them, but they yeah. were there in the sort of yeah. roster for the yeah, CPU like that, to yeah. select. And the other yeah. one is it's um, out of every single. I haven't played every single wrestling game, especially not WWE slash F whatever. But the all I'm going to say is the character model for Trish Stratus. What the hell? Damn! <laughs> I mean, her neck. 
in fairness, all the character models back then looked weird. I know, but hers was the worst. Her neck, yeah, yeah she got it was she wider got the than her head. Yeah, but what you've got to remember is to to save on uh, character generation and time to develop the game. Much like in um, WCW games, they created one 3D model and just applied different skins to it. Mm. So yeah, it totally makes sense. But yeah, uh, I agree, it wasn't the best. 3D model, I guess. But it was fun. I'd, I've got fond memories of uh, me and this reprobate. We'd go into a Royal Rumble. Yes. We'd be the first two entrants. And we'd hang out on the turnbuckle and wait for the next guy to come along, kick the crap out of him until we got to the end. And then we'd fight each other. I want to get thrown off. But it's sort of like we'd be sat there and whenever the person would come into the ring, you push the button to change who you were looking at and just see the heads moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do remember that there was there was a way on... When I say it was SmackDown Two, I find out I found out a way as Kane, I think, to win matches in eight seconds, and that was like taunt, 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 and then Irish whip, boot them to the head, pick them up, and chalk slam them and pin or something stupid like. There was a very specific set of moves that I was able to do. There was um, if when you played as Undertaker or Kane, your grab button was circle. If you pushed either up or down, you could do the other brother's special move as a mm. normal move. So it. as Kane, you could do the Tombstone, and as Undertaker, you could do the Chokeslam. Yeah, that's it, right? Because you could do because you could do the finisher of the other character. So yeah, people who don't know in universe, Undertaker and Kane are supposed to be brothers. Um, but yeah, you could do the uh, finisher of the other brother as a normal move, but it would have the same it would it would have the same reaction on the the person you did it on as if you had done that finisher. Mm. So it would still drain their energy or whatever. Um, um, their momentum or have, have the same impact yeah 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 I mean I remember the Smackdown series because uh, as well like on that note how much easier it was to do the special moves and understand the special move system basically for those who don't know it had like a sort of an extra power bar which is part stamina but part uh, your special meter and you could get it up you're supposed to get it up obviously by doing moves but you could also boost it by doing taunts or what have you and then when it filled you got the Smackdown logo on your character's bar and then you just press L1 and that would activate when you're in the right position in the right position yeah you just yeah, have to get yeah, your character but, in the right position but, but it made you, sense at the time yeah, yeah obviously and, yeah. and if you knew the character you would know what the, the oh, yeah, position was yeah. whereas like um you, you, the, you didn't have s- different signatures different specials out, so out the ring specials out the ring signatures it was just it, one right. move that's wherever yeah, you could you could say it's a you could you could call it criticism, but at the time it made sense. Was that did, matches did become like this case of trying to get your uh, your meter up as fast as possible, and whoever would get the first thing to hit the special move would inevitably be the winner. But then that was you know that kind of re- that almost realistically matched at what was happening. That, in, that, with that, that ran yeah, the, the that is, vibe, didn't it? Yeah, well, that helped. And, yeah. You know, at the time that is how wrestling worked. You'd mm. wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. As soon as you did the finisher, that was the that was the the nail in the coffin, as it were. Yeah. You know, <laughs> These days, it's spam L one, and then everyone kicks out of every finisher. 15 exactly. Times. <laughs> right. I was talking to Squidge the other day. We were watching some uh, wrestling, and you know, I was saying to him how I hate the whole roll up for a pin, one two roll up for a pin, one two roll up for a pin, one two roll up for a pin, which seems to be like a repeated thing in certain promotions in certain things, because a lot of. I quite like that myself, just on a, on a personal level. I, I, I don't, because I, it's like... I don't oh, like it when it it's like, finisher, kick out, finisher, kick out, finisher, kick yeah. out, finisher, kick out. Yeah. But I do quite like the... Because, I mean, yes, we both know that the that it's rarely Spoilers. done... On a, <laughs> because it's rarely done on a finisher, it's never going to end a match. Yeah. Uh, I get that, but at the same time, I like the... Uh, yeah, like, I like how it makes it feel like it's an even match. 
mm. um, using that little that little uh, trick yeah, as it were. As long as it's not, yeah. But uh, well, I guess I'm gonna say as long as it's not roll ups that are you know kiki roll ups, mm. which it's hard to describe to non wrestling fans. But that, that sort of kiki heel tactic of Sneak grabbing the tight, yeah, and just roll you up. Oh, yeah, it's considered. It. Yeah. It's considered roll, roll, roll cheap. Them up. Yeah, you put your your legs on the rope and pull yeah. the tights yeah. up as but well. But it's, yeah. it's fun when it's two characters who are kind of known for taking shortcuts or whatever and doing that. Two bad guys. Yeah, yeah. or or to see a bad guy getting the comeuppance when a good guy does that. Mm. But mm. I can see how it's yeah, I can also see how it's like slightly annoying yeah. and a bit immersion breaking in, in a sense as well. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I, I think it's fun. But yeah, it totally matches how wrestling was done back then. You know, like you were saying, be yeah. you. The, the wrestler hits the finisher and it was the fi- the reason it's called the finisher is because it finishes the match. You know, it's, it's not a case of, oh, I could do this and then you're going to kick out from the railway. And those kick outs, you do the, so kick out is when you do a finisher and then roll the person up for a pin and they literally kick their way out of the, the pin, right? Shoulder off the mat. Yeah, shoulders off the mat. So yeah, for non-wrestling fans to win a match, you can either win by having the, the opponent tap out, which is where you do a submission move and it hurts too much and they submit, or you can knock them out, which is you, you know, you fight too long so that then they fall down from exhaustion. Yeah. Exactly. Or yeah, the, the classic one is you knock them down somehow and you lay it across them. You pin their, their shoulders. shoulders. To the mat, yeah. Basically. Shoulders have to be pinned to the mat. Feet don't have to be. And the reason it's called a kick out is because usually the legs come up and they sort of springboard their way back out. But, um, yeah, the, when, when those kickouts were done for the finishers, it was originally supposed to be a huge shocking moment. You want that finishing move, that thing that you told us was going to end the mat- match wasn't enough to finish them off. But when it happens, finisher, pin, kick out, finisher, pin, kick out, finisher, pin, kick out. It just, it does my head in because it's like, this is, it's like, this is supposed to be the end of it. And it breaks the flood. Yeah, exactly. And it also, right. yeah, it dilutes the power of the finisher. If exactly. you're thinking about it as, as a piece of drama, you know, mm-hmm. it's a sort of, you've lost the, the, any, uh, because a huge part of telling a story in a wrestling match is if the opponents can avoid that one move that they know mm. the other opponent would, could, could do that could finish them off. And when you make it so it's, it's the equivalent of like, Oh well, you don't want the hero to get hit by the gun, but then suddenly, when they're not damaged by the gun, well, why should they be worried about it? You know, exactly. they've got no reason yeah. to fear it. Yeah. So mm. that's it. Yeah. how it feels. It's, yeah, and similar to like how, oh, what a twist! Oh, what a twist! Oh, what a, when the whole movie turns into a twist on what you're expecting, you know the twist is coming, or rather, you know the next twist is coming. So then, it dilutes the the like you're saying, the dilutes the power of the next twist. From a sort of like a wrestling match story telling point of view, if you've got somebody who's doing finisher pin, finisher pin, finisher pin, not only does it break the flow, but it sort of ends up to the equivalent of, and it was all a dream. But what's the point? That's not a, yeah. that's not a finish. Yeah, it's, it's pointless if you haven't there's, had there's, this There's match no, satis- no satisfying finish. There's no story yeah. told. It might be very technical and it might be impressive, but if you can end it properly, again, that's that's another thing that a lot of wrestling fans don't get. Is you like B said, like you said, you're telling a story with this match. It is a stunt show. Yeah. Right? The actual in ring bit of oh he's going to whip him over there he's going to do this and he's doing that that is you are telling a story in the same way that you would tell a three act structure story and if you're actually watching it close enough you can see where those acts begin and end mm-hmm. right in the same way that if you're paying close enough attention to a film you can see where those acts begin and end 
and and the whole point is that you are telling a story like basically you know you don't want the hero to get hit by that move because you know it will end the story but when it's not done very well but that's one of the things that 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 non-wrestling fans don't get and the other thing that non-wrestling fans don't get is something that uh, zach braddy brought up i was talking to him the other day he's a fellow dev uh, developer friend of mine and also a a huge wrestling mark is that you can't just watch one match if you watch one wrestling match in its own little self-contained thing like ding the wrestling match has started ding the wrestling match has ended that's that that that's like that's like watching the scene in the movie where the good guy hits the bad guy and it's like watching like a fight scene from a movie there's the whole other part of the story that goes with it the promo before the promo after anything they're doing in the show multiple shows you have to watch a whole bunch of it to actually kind of get it mm. And at least from a watching on TV kind of review, if you're there, it's a completely different experience, right? But anyway, I completely digressed away from the whole point. So, uh, yeah. So B is you've said it was kind of like in the 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 time period in which it was released, you were starting to become a fan of the show, and was it was it more a case of hey, I can watch this thing, and hey, I can re- recreate it or something? Or what was? I don't think that really came into it as much. There was a degree because. Especially because, um, as I say, because it was free TV mm. and we only got Sunday Night Heat, which, to without going into too much detail um, and boring people who, who don't know much about wrestling, <laughs> it's kind of the shows where not a lot of story progression happens and uh, the majority of the stuff would happen on what's called Raw and Smackdown and those went on free t- TV, mm. so I had no way of watching them. Um, so it was less a case of... Uh, yeah, of trying to recreate what I saw on telly, and it was well. No, this is a cool thing, and I'm playing this like a pretty cool beat 'em up, but also with that whole pageantry thing that makes the WWE. And I think, even though I didn't realise it at the time, I appreciated it more when I came back to wrestling as an older fan. Just what I was getting out of playing that, uh, how how I played SmackDown, SmackDown Two, um, but yeah, it was just it was just in general speaking, not even just in wrestling, it was just a good game to play. It was fun, mm. you know, it was a lot of fun to play, and it was, uh, yeah, it it really helped. It was really cool um, approximation of the WWF yeah. WWE products at the time. Yeah, I think that's the the key thing to take away from it is that the first two SmackDown games were very much in the vein of, like you said, it was kind of like a beat-em-up. It is. It's like a one-on-one beat-em-up in the same vein as like a, a Street Fighter or a Soul Edge or Soul Blade or whatever, a Tekken, that kind of thing. It was very presented in a very similar way because those were the big games at the time, right? And what I definitely enjoyed about um, SmackDown 2 was that career mode because it kind of helped me tell stories basically because you could have these stories yeah you had to make them up in your head a little bit you know there wasn't that many it wasn't like you had a full palette of storybook content to work from or like you couldn't have these obviously it was a very limited substack but you could pretend you were telling these stories of your rivalry and that and etc etc as you were going through it as you were playing through the career mode Mm -hmm. so it didn't feel just like oh here's a fight now here's another fight. Yeah. Now here's another fight. Yeah. Now here's another fight. Which is what standard beat 'em ups, those one v one beat 'em ups like Tekken Street Fighter. At the they time all especially. Fall yeah, into that, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny how these days I do prefer the beat 'em ups like Mortal Kombat and Injustice that have like a proper story mode in the single player. Yeah. For the same reasons, basically. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise you're just playing twelve one v one fights for exactly. no reason. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um uh, I think for me. One of my favourites always has to be... There was a Xbox title 
WWF Raw. And the reason for that is not because of any content in there or anything like that. The very specific reason why I really like it is because it's the first game that I know of in that wrestling canon of video games where the intro is happening and one of the characters is, you know, pointing and talking while they're working their way down to the ring and doing their poses or whatever. You could hit Y and just run in and beat them up. It's the first time you could run in and interrupt them, at least in my you know experience of beating someone up on the way down to the ring, which then extended the ring that that sort of fight area. So uh, SmackDown had, uh, I think SmackDown Two had done this, uh, where you backstage could go rolls. backstage, yeah. yeah, and you Irish whip them into a door, and you would just magically appear on the other side of the door. But this felt like it was making that fight area so much bigger. You know, and, you know, watching the product on a weekly basis or a monthly basis or whatever, I'd be like, yeah, I do want to fight near the screen. Why don't they run in and beat each other? You could tell that Squidge and I were watching during the Vince Russo crash TV era. Mm. But, um, you, yeah, I want to be able to stop them doing their parade aren't I the best thing ever and run up and bash them on the back of the head with the chair. Maybe that's just my violent side don't, coming through. Don't, don't give me that. You just like agitating Brock Lesnar and kicking the crap out well, of him. Well, there is that. There is that. But There's the same of the same thing of my love and the recent games of kicking the, the ever-loving <laughs> of John Cena for no reason. But I just the, like it. But there's also, <laughs> like, if you look at the, the, the graphical step up, right? I had, before WWF Raw, I was looking at SmackDown 2 and I was looking at the WCW games. And the WCW games on the N64 were, I think, really quite good. Um, but the... There well, two of them anyway. Yeah, there weren't many textures involved. It was, a lot of things were single colours where you couldn't have the textures. so And that was down to the N64's limited hardware, because it wasn't meant for the big spectacle. And the PlayStation games we talked about earlier on, you know, you've got the single, that one individual character 3D model that was just replicated, <laughs> and different animations added, um, and different uh, skins added. But when you hit this, this next step up, this uh, sixth, I want to say sixth generation, for PS2, GameCube, Xbox, and I suppose Dreamcast, um, you hit that step and it was a huge step up and just looking at like the way that the developers had decided to present that WWF raw game. It was, it felt like I was watching the show because you know, the camera would swoop around the fans and it would go in and out and it would, when you did moves, it would cut to a different camera angle. So you could see it again. It was one of the first ones that I know of that would do that. Um, I think, I think SmackDown too, when you beat someone, it would offer to show you the highlight reels like they do on, um, on on the show now so you go oh look at this i did the move and it would do it in slow motion replay like uh, oh yeah 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 yeah. if if you did uh finishes and you put it on it'd show you the finisher yeah right but whenever you saw the finisher you'd see smackdown fly across the screen tons Mm. of times yeah you you could that was was off a standard but yes but that was also the branding at the time that if you Mm. go back and watch the tv show as it was that's how they would do it because they didn't do the picture in picture but yeah, it's for that reason, that graphical huge step up that I feel would have probably been the same for the SmackDown 3, Know Your Roles. Um, that was... Was 3, Know Your Roles? 3 was Just Bring It. No. No, 2 was No. Two, two was Know Your Roles, 3 was uh, Feel the Pain with Brock Lesnar. No. It was... No, it was Just Bring It, then Feel the Pain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I got confused. I, you know, they have no, I never played subtitles. any of the WWE Bro- games Brock on Brock was PS2. definitely the fourth one. Yeah. yeah. I, I never played... Feel the Pain, though. I don't think. Wasn't it bring the pen? It was... Eat the um, pen. Stuff the pen. Drink the pen. Fry the pen. Fry the pen. That'll be it. Put a pen in a pan. Do a big pain. (laughs) Here comes the pain. Here Here comes comes the pain. pain. And that wasn't even the next one. 
Pan fried sausage. Wasn't it? It was no. It was um, the first one on PS2 was just bring it. Yep. Mm. Then it was shut your mouth. Oh. Then it was here comes the pen. Right. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Raw on the the Xbox was was also one way it started to introduce further story bits. You could you could spark off rivalries with people. You even had like for the the Royal Rumble segment, you you had like a, a random number didn't you were you given potentially like, yeah, and it, yeah but but it's been the, ages. the the most interesting part of it was you know we talked about how on smackdown 2 you could have the video so the way that it start when you played a game if you had the intros on the the wrestler's video would show full screen on the screen and you'd have the 3d model walking through the video making their poses and doing their thing down to the right this was on an actual type yeah, right? yeah um and raw had a similar thing and it had a character creation but because it was the xbox you could you could pull down you could rip your own CDs onto the hard drive and play that music in the game. So you could say, hey, create a wrestler, and this is their intro music, mm. which took it that one step further, because on, as far as I'm aware, on the SmackDown games, you couldn't do that, because they were the PlayStation 2 and obviously the PlayStation before that. You had to use either a bunch of WWE logos or someone else's video, mm. you know, and someone else's music or some stock music that it would ship with, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, Squidge, what, what would be another game that you would? Uh, so let's let's maybe because we've gone on for a little bit longer. Let's just maybe cut it down to two, right? Because we said three each. Let's just cut it down to two each, right? I've only got two anyway. So that's oh, that's all right. That makes <laughs> well, sense. I, so. I guess there's a third one. I'd, there's there's one I'd like to mention, but I don't have a lot to say on it because I didn't have it. <laughs> okay, well, but, we've got an honourable mentions bit as yeah, well. So yeah, cool. stick around for that, I guess, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> it would be one of the latest ones, not the latest one, but one of the latest uh, wrestling games. It would be. WWE 2K19. Okay. Mainly because I'm not talking for like story bits or whatever. It's sort of like the culmination of since 2K started doing the WWE games, which is like from 13 onwards mm-hmm. to 19, so there's six games. It's like the evolution of everything they've done. In 19, you've got really good control scheme. Once you get used to it, you're all right. There's a plethora of different characters, lots of unlocks, but there's also community creations. Mm-hmm. And some people are so talented. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Absolutely. I mean, some of them are insane. Some like... are insane. I mean, I've never played a game and had more fun in my life seeing someone who's called Mecha Horse, which is an illuminated, uh, a guy in full body armor, which is illuminated green with a horse head on, fight Donald Trump and Mr. Clean in a triple threat match. Yeah, I I think that that's something that we need to maybe discuss at some point in this episode is that they most of these games had a create a wrestler or a core or CAW mode and with the with these newer games being connected to the web you can literally just download someone else's created wrestler and play as them which is it, it's because um it, for those who don't follow wrestling one of the newest promotions on the block as it were it's called AEW mm-hmm. and uh, they haven't got a video game yet and yet because of like say the the online features and that you have people creating the entire AEW roster mm-hmm. within WWE games yeah. which is brilliant because yeah. a, a lot of some of the people in AEW are people who uh, were known for being in WWE but now they've got new names new personas and obviously a, a big part it's similar to other sports game with the football and that the change teams what have you and the change kits 
what have you, or how they look, and people want the most up-to-date things. And obviously, they can't do that, they couldn't do that normally, but now with the invention of the internet and how we have the downloadable content, they, they can do it. I mean, obviously, there's still restrictions on that, so music and stuff, generally speaking, you can have that on PC, because PC mods, but generally speaking, you've got to work with what you've got. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's that's fits onto that, that there's, point there. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's two things I always go for, because I've had the download, is it three games now they've had it for? It's at least two. What, the downloading? Yeah, uh, the community creations. Oh, the community creations have been in for For, uh, 10 10 years easily. Yeah, 10 years. No, the ones we actually download from the net. Yeah, yeah, you've been able to do that since. I want to say the last few SmackDown vs. Raw games. Well, ever ever since I've been playing them and you could download them from the net, there's there's two characters, well, two sets of characters I in particular always try and get. One of them is someone always does Jill Valentine. From Resident Evil 3, and the other one is the entire cast of the original Power Rangers. It's morphin' time! Of course. Because why not? Yeah, right? And, and, because like before the downloadable bit, there used to be websites you could go to where it's just and like. And they, they used to put it in gaming mags, didn't they? Where you'd set yeah, presets yeah, yeah. and you, yeah. you, you too could play as Luigi and, and it would Incredible be, Hulk. It would be and just that. It was like set well, the head to this, set the hair to that. It's funny because the one this. I mentioned earlier, SmackDown 2, was the first one with like such expanded create mm. your own features yeah. um the first game had some but it was kind of like sliders on a theme there wasn't much of it whereas by two you could like tweak each individual clothing item you could properly like like you say that you could do with the sliders and that and that's where you started getting the ones where printed in the magazine you'd get but if you want to make this character who isn't in because they left the company thing then put the sliders to this and you've got a good approximation of them i feel like that made the uh maybe made the character creation faster for the dev teams as well because they could go oh someone's just joined and they want to be in the game i'll just go through this right that's how i make it and then Mm. because like that is then a list of steps for the game to go through to create that character on screen Mm. so if i just write down those steps in a machine readable format for the game then when i say hey this is squiggly doodle or whatever his name is um who's just joined the company bang, they're in the game. And it makes perfect sense to be able to do that. And that's probably why a lot of the times when you look at the the character creation stuff, there's always like, oh, well, of course there'll be the Hulk Hogan mustache. And oh wait, of course there'll be the Macho Man Randy Savage tassels under his arm. And of course there'll be the the Goku Super Saiyan hair. Yeah, of course, right? And, And it's like... It's like it makes sense that the dev team were playing around with the tools to see what they could make and just left those things in so that then you could create them if you wanted to. And that way they can kind of... It's not them that's circumnavigating the copyright. It's it's you as players who are circumnavigating that copyright. Right? Also, it's it's got the downside of... I'm, I'm pretty sure you've fallen into this, B, as well, is when... Because it's so advanced with the moves and the entrances and the looks, you can spend a good four oh, hours... absolutely. Four absolutely. hours at least... But four hours is a minimum. Characters. You can you can end up spending an entire week creating your wrestler yeah. and changing it and not being Three days. happy with it. Three yeah. days is the longest it spent me. Which presumably is similar to how a real wrestler goes about crafting their... Definitely to an agree. And, and yeah. it's, it's really weird now because we are in this age, it's 2020, you know, wrestling games have been around a while and... Um, if anyone where sees the YouTube channel up, up, down, down, that is literally started by pro wrestler, um, Austin Creed, also known as Xavier Woods in the WWE. Um, and he started this, uh, this YouTube channel, which is a gaming channel and it has like loads of 
guests of wrestlers and other people in WWE, and he has interviews with them, both in and out of Q-Fabric, and their relationship with video games. And we actually hear that quite a few of the current wrestlers started and got practice tweaking their gimmicks and making gimmicks by creating wrestlers in the games back in the day. Um, so, AJ Lee was a classic one, wasn't it? She played yeah. No Mercy back mm-hmm. in the day. She she memorised every single move. Mm-hmm. She met Lita at backstairs backstage access. There's, there's pictures of this, her in tears, getting, getting a, a thingy signed. Then roll on 10, 15 years and she's main eventing. Yeah, right. As a champion. Yeah. But she started off by going, I'm going to play this and do that move and... Yeah, on on the N sixty four because Props because that. <laughs> because then by watching it you get an approximation of what you have to do to recreate that move. Not that I'm recommending because WWE do it all the time. AEW do it all the time. All the different promotions have that. Please do not try this at home. But obviously you're gonna. <laughs> you know, if, they should change it to don't try this at home. Yeah, but like <laughs> if your goal is to be that. To be the man, you have to be the man, right? Yeah, but you got training for that. Yeah, no, of course, yeah. But you, <laughs> you set yourself that goal of, I want if you're watching the product, a lot of the camera angles are done so that they hide parts of the move. And so you have to watch lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of tape to be able to do it. Or you play the game and you can watch the same move from every single conceivable angle and figure out, all oh, right, I need to do this when I do that. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, sort of on the on the note of the customization content, again, another slight downside that it has uh, brought in recent years is quite an unusual one and a funny one, I think, is is the fact that now, because the tattoos um, on certain wrestlers are, like, trying to get copyrighted by the tattoo artists, so you actually had a lawsuit with Randy Orton's tattoo artist wanting uh, a cut of 2K's profits because they didn't give permission for Randy Orton's tattoo to be used in the game. And that tattoo could be put on other players. And I think eventually what happened for like the most recent game, that's why you now can't have tattoos for, that the wrestlers have on your custom creations anymore because those oh. custom creations... And there's a, a similar lawsuit with NBA and I'm not sure who it was. I want to say Kobe Bryant, but I don't think it was Kobe. Um, but yeah, it was, there was a, a basketball star who had a similar thing. He had a tattoo. Obviously, they're trying to recreate him as close as possible, but... They use a tattoo and the tattoo artist is like, no, I didn't give you permission to use that in the game, even though, you know... Oh, Surely you if, if you do a tattoo on someone, it's <laughs> to the person who... Well, no, because... Nah, it's artwork. Yeah, it is. It's, it's art. This is why it's a very... Uh, I can't think of the word. It is a... Sensitive issue? Yeah, that's why it's yeah, very contentious. That's yeah. it. That's why it's a very contentious issue, because it's whether the, it class, yeah, classes as artwork or... You know, so, who has the so copyright for that? One of the things that um, a lot of companies do, not just wrestling companies, not just movie companies, right? One of the things that was in one of my most recent employment contracts, right? Yeah. I won't say which one, because I don't want to date it. I don't want to out that company, mm. is that they have a right, whilst I'm working with them, to use my likeness, or rather they had the right, whilst I was working with them, to use my likeness i.e. a photograph of me in their promo material because otherwise they then have to ask me for every single time they want to use that promo material now as a wrestler you give that right away or maybe you don't when when you sign your contract that's up to you as to whether you do that but you've given that away to the company who were producing the promotion not the company that are making the video game right you may give away your likeness to the video game as part of that but the tattoo artist who was hired for three days at $3,000 to draw on you, 
that that's greatly reducing what a tattoo is, but mm. to draw a wonderful pattern on you to produce this piece of artwork on your skin, just because you gave them the money, that does not imply. I'm not I'm not a contract lawyer, but that does not imply that 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 they gave the license for the likeness of that tattoo to be used in any other media other than the wrestling. You know, some, mm. some tattoo artists will say, "Well, you're a wrestler; you have to pay me a cut of your profits." to do for me to do this tattoo and you may decide to go to a different tattoo artist who may charge you more because they're not going to want a cut of every ppv you're on or whatever but then when that happens and then the video games come along well Mm. i'm gonna charge you for that too i just had to think a tattoo i've got my right arms copyrighted oh well it will be could well be it will be copyrighted to nintendo yeah well i can say in in that case yeah we feel because the characters are owned by nintendo but um, yeah, I think in the first instance, if it is an original or an original art piece, the tattoo artist ends it ends it before you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't. That's the thing, right? It's the same with like video games and movies and music. You don't own that image. You own the license. You you have paid an artist to draw that image on you. You don't own that image. You can't take that and go, brilliant. I'll just scan that and then put it onto my computer and recreate it in Photoshop, and then that's my image. And I'll upload it to DeviantArt. Because that that will be against the implied license that you getting into proper boring stuff here, but that will be against the implied license that you bought when you paid for the tattoo artist to do that on you. And it probably turned out that that tattoo artist probably didn't get that draw that image themselves. They got that from somewhere where there was a they paid a fee to get the license to be able to do that image on other people hmm. to be able to 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 put that image or a spin on that image. Onto with it, really boring content. But okay, so we've had Squidgy's second one. What is the B's second one? So the second one I'm going to shout out is WWE All Stars on the 360 <laughs> and the PS3. And it was like at the time you had to realise that the simulation series, the Ukes ones, which had been going since SmackDown 2, the SmackDown vs. and now well, it was just before it became WWE 2K, so it just become WWE 12 because this was like the last game THQ put out before uh, before THQ went under, or the original version of THQ. And All-Stars was like a spin-off, and instead of being a simulation, it was this cartoonish, over-the-top version of wrestling. So the moves were like, the, in, the some, for instance, Rey Mysterio doing a somersault off the turnbuckle would literally be 50 feet in the air coming back down, on the, and the stars would come out, um, and the beds flying on the head, and you had uh, Sheamus' broad kick would like, punch you across the screen or whatever because it was basically yeah it was all the over the top bits of WWE because WWE let's be honest gets a bit weird with the storylines where like two wrestlers have fought over a hair commercial has been one of the storylines there's been a storyline where what uh, a wrestler has uh, has a, uh, a a giant ha- disembodied hand as a grandchild that's a genuine thing that's happened that and what one of them was I spilt coffee on you by mistake and that led to that's been another yeah. genuine Dude. story just some of the exactly. storylines storylines in wrestling can be because the thing is that it's uh, Vince McMahon has always said it's superheroes I want to create larger than life superheroes comic book heroes on screen that battle out the forces of good versus the forces of evil and that is literally the WWE's product that is literally it Good guys versus bad guys. One of the best characters currently on wrestling is basically a children's television show host that becomes an evil clown Bray when he goes to wrestle. Yeah, the Fiend. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
It is absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. So to actually have that in a game where, like I say, like nothing wrong with the simulation it's, it's, style. It's all caricatured, isn't it? Exactly. But these yeah. having this over top comic book style fights was blooming brilliant. You know, it was so weird and yet it was so fun to play. You know, again, it went even the, the, the as as the complexity of the games in the simulation side had got more and more complex. So the because because of the increased graphical power of the of the consoles they were on as they went up in the rear. They'd become slightly more bloated and that and had fallen into the exact trap that SmackDown back in the day had fixed from the N sixty four era. So this again was very arcadey and became uh, it was very like simple, fairly simple like button press and that. But it was a lot of fun. That was the main point. It was fun and it was in your face and it, yeah, it just felt very different to a normal wrestling game, and I think that made it help make it stand out. It had a story mode in that with cutscenes, and the cutscenes were pretty funny as well. Though they're still voiced by the real um, uh, wrestlers, but it and, and it was basically and on, yeah, yeah, and it was it. To be fair, it was like a series of matches still, but you had promos like from DX and from Randy Orton and from what have you as you went through each fight and they were all, they again were like again taking advantage of, of the over the topness it was a bit comic were very comedic and, and, and very funny and yeah it was just like again really enjoyable really fun and uh, yeah I liked I liked the over the topness of it um, it was a, a good break from the norm and a breath of fresh air and as much as we are rightfully burying to use a wrestling term burying WWE 2K20 um, I do enjoy how the DLC for that has decided to go, well, you know what, previously our DLC has just been, you know, a latest wrestler, a new wrestler, here's some wrestlers, here's some wrestlers that we didn't quite make it in. This time, they've gone for themed packs, where they've gone like Mad Max, and there's one that's Southpaw Wrestling, latest one that's just come out is the Asker of Tomorrow uh, pack, where everyone's all futuristic and Blade Runnery. And that I like that sort of concept of embracing wrestling's over the topness and embracing how ridiculous and fun it can sometimes be all stars was that in the video game form basically the best mm. form of that so far could you could you create a character on that you could create a it character was, it was a bit, yeah. bit. It, it, it was definitely a lot paired back from mm. the main series yeah um and it it's was sad. nowhere near as comprehensive you know it was yeah. very basic but you know it had it had a lot and another good fun thing about it was because it also had um, your classic wrestlers and your modern ones. So you had Roddy, Rowdy Roddy Piper. You had your uh, your Sergeant Slaughters and that, and, and, your, and your Hulk Hogan's and that. But like I said, the cartoon character cure ver- character cure versions of them. So it's turned up to twenty, and it was completely over the top. And yeah, like I said, it just it just fit really well. I'd love to see a new All Stars game though, because it it played solidly as well. You know, mm. it'd be nothing if there was if the gameplay behind it wasn't solid. And yeah, no, it didn't. I mean, I say it didn't set the charts alight. THQ went under, so it didn't do anything for them in terms of sales and stuff. But yeah, it was just like a really sort of fun break from the norm. And I think, honestly, I think it'd be good if the main series did that again soon, especially now after the debacle the of 2K20. I think it'd be a good palate cleanser to go. So I like to blow off steam. Yeah, it's like have a, have a palate cleanser, have a, have a game off, so to speak, and just release something a bit fun and over the top and not a serious simulation. Then you can go back to the simulation. So, so there's a wrestling game, the only difference is you're playing it on a bounty castle. Go on, off you go. It was it was a yeah. fun time, really, because, like, um, <laughs> as, again, the simulation one has its place, and I don't... I, I'd hate to, like, advocate for saying... Because releasing one game a year is already manic, mm. but um, it was a fun time because at that time you were always getting two wrestling games a year, 
and um, and the second one was always like a bit different. But I think All Stars was the best one of those because you had one that was Legends of WrestleMania, which was just a basically WrestleMania focused game. Um, and I can't remember what you had before that, but yeah, it was an interesting time. And I think, like I say, All Stars was just the distillment of of the crazy side of wrestling in game form, and it worked really well. And I'd love to see another one. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think, like you were saying, you know, when you when you take it too seriously, you need that break, that comedic yeah. relief. I've yeah. always found it funny that you know, and it's let's be fair, it's not it doesn't hold much water these days, and it's not really used as much because people kind of understand it. But it's funny that the people have always said that you know, as as a there's always been that kind of iron against wrestling. Oh, it's fake. Why do you like it? And it's like, well. Most people know it's fake, you know. Yeah, I don't I, think Kane has the ability to actually shoot fire from his hands. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, who who was it? Oh my goodness, I can't remember. I think I was reading it in a yeah, it was in a book I was reading. It's, it's a book called um, "I'm Sorry I Love You," right? That that talks about how stupid. At one point, it talks about how stupid wrestling is, and. The book is designed for people who are not into wrestling to give them an idea of the whole history, the pedigree of of professional wrestling from the carnivals all the way up to the spectacle that it is now, the billion dollar spectacle that it is now. And the author, who is a ex pro wrestler and stand up comedian, picks out um, just to show how stupid wrestling actually is when you actually think about it. Right? He says, "I'm not going to make any bones. I know that the the matchups aren't are not realistic in that they're not really hitting each other. They are throwing themselves around, but they know how to land safely, and it's all done to give you the spectacle. And if I was to take it seriously, I would have to write the following sentence: The Undertaker." is a zombified yeah. motorcycle riding man who is controlled by an urn. Yeah. 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 yeah right. That is exactly what, it, and you and, have to, you have to accept that. And conversely, you know, nobody goes to the blooming Terminator and think Arnold Schwarzenegger has got a metal robot skeleton underneath him. Exactly. You know, he doesn't. He's done. No, but, I'm afraid but, not. Sorry. But that, mm. That's the point that we're making is that there is this willing sense, uh, sense, Suspension willing, of disbelief. Yeah, this willing, willing full suspension of disbelief for movies, and you can go, yeah, that definitely didn't happen, and it is just a movie, it's a bit of escapism. But when certain people will say, but you realise that wrestling isn't real, right? And I'm like, well, TV isn't real, like you said, you know, the, yeah. the Terminator doesn't have a skeleton. You know that program you watched where that person talks to dragons? Yeah, dragons that real? Yeah, right. Just pointing that out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like right? yeah, that's you know I, I get it because I get the that there's a thing of because it's often presented as a real sport mm. and it somehow gets on BT Sport and Sky Sports like it is presented on Sky Sports that that it's there's that but like it's not really like it's don't get me wrong it's very sporty and athletic um, mm. uh, activity whatever yeah. you want to call it. it's a it's it, and it takes hell of a lot of training to do and. I all the respect to all the people in it, and I do not want to disintegrate it whatsoever. But at the same time, and you know, it's none of us think that it's real. Mm. We we know that at the end of the day, the person with the belt isn't inverted commas the best wrestler in the world in terms of ability. They are just the person who is currently the best on the show, the one that's making the most money. They are just you know that. They are just who the company wants you to see as the best of the mountain, the top of the mountain. But at the end of the day, that's not important. What's important is that we're seeing these people put their bodies on the line every single night to entertain. And that's the, that's the bit. And, you know, as much as we rib 
WWE that they call it sports entertainment rather than wrestling and that. That that does show what the main fo- point of wrestling is, is to entertain us. And if we're not entertained, then they're not doing the jobs. Yeah. And entertaining is what wrestling does really well. It's escapism, it's fun, it's, there's some empowerment in there, you know, there's so many... Uh, yes, no one is denying, or at least no one sensible, is denying <laughs> that it has some skeletons in its closet and that it's done some questionable things and some stuff that is just like... Oh no, just let's not no. talk about that. That's, yeah. that's a shame. And there is stuff that I was shamed about, just like any other entertainment medium. But yeah, it's entertainment. At the end of the day, it's, it's entertainment. What it does is make us laugh, make us happy, and gives us some bloody light in the world when we friggin' well need it. Mm, exactly. <laughs> that's the, uh, you know, exactly. it's, it's fun. It's just, uh, and the, the main reason that I enjoy wrestling these days is, yeah, because even, even though right now, as I was uh, saying early before the podcast to these two, that I don't watch as much as I used to at the moment. It's still something that I find as a fun thing to watch and a fun pastime and a fun thing to get into and like discuss and talk about with people. Because you know, it's just like any other hobby or um, pastime or sport or whatever. You know, pe- some people like football. I don't like football that much, but I probably get the same sort of enjoyment from talking about wrestling and wrestling storylines and how all the top wrestling is sometimes. Um, mm. Yeah, so it's yeah. all like connected into. Exactly, <laughs> and and yeah, when you take it too seriously, you need that comic relief, and that's why yeah. I think um, All Stars makes. I agree with you completely. It's like let's, like you said, dial it up to twenty. Go up, we'll take the realistic parts of it, or the parts that are presented as supposed to be realistic, away, and see what's left. And yeah, you end up with. I mean, we were saying earlier on before we even hit record about some of the commentators saying really ridiculous things, making stupid comments like this man's been broken into a million pieces is one of the things that one of the uh, announcers, commentators, sorry, for the WWE is famous for saying. The person literally didn't get broken into a million pieces, but he's saying it to add colour to what you're seeing, right? That taking it to the next level to make it sound like, my goodness, he felt that punch from three states away because then it adds to the experience you take all of the realistic parts away or the parts that are presented are realistic and you get the zombie undertaker who is a motorcycle enthusiast who listens to rap rock who is controlled by an urn and you twist the top of the urn and he does different things whose brother was mutilated in a house fire that he started who wasn't really his brother and is really his brother and it all gets a bit confusing because the storylines change every week but then you take that ridiculousness and all you have to do is go, well, it is a comic book. Every week they're rebooting uh, Spider-Man. Every movie they reboot Spider-Man. It's exactly the same. It's just as stupid, but it's just stupid enough to distract you away from whatever you're doing and, and escape into it, which is why it's loads of fun. And the video games are even more fun because there is no realism in it. You bash someone over the head with a chair. I mean, the, the whole the whole point of one of the storylines in the 90s was uh, the attitude era was quite literally sticking it to the man a lot of people in the in the late 90s were in dead end jobs and wouldn't be able to stick it to the to the man and tell their boss to go stick it somewhere but they literally made a whole character whose entire even to this day who he isn't a professional wrestler anymore still does that because it allows those people who can't stick it to the man to stick it to the man mm. Yeah. <laughs> 
that being said, um, my 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 second and penultimate um, wrestling game that I think is really really good. Uh, I feel like I stole Squidge's idea, but it's WCW NWO Revenge only because, and here are the reasons. It is it was the first wrestling game that I ever played. It is stupidly easy to pick up and play. You drop the cartridge and you switch it on, and you're in a match. You know the problem with CD based media is it takes time to load. It's a random seek time. Aside from that, those two, for that one reason, WCW pulls ahead. SmackDown falls behind because I used to I used to love doing like uh, Royal Rumbles, and you'd knock someone out of the ring, or the ninety seconds would expire, and then everything would stop. You stopped. You're static for three, four seconds whilst well, I it see loaded the next everything. person running. No, no, just whilst it loaded the model and all that kind uh, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, the music as well. And it was yeah. like the crowd noise. Yeah, like yeah, we keep the crowd noise Cat playing, cut. but everything else would pause. But you, oh, could, here we go. yeah, yeah, but you could turn that off by turning off the the yeah. intros and stuff. Um, but yeah, the pick up and play ability just quickly in you go. There was one button to it to, to attack with like punches and kicks and stuff, and one button to grapple with, and it had yeah. this weird system with finishes where you had to be in the right place at the right time. You had to build up your special meter and then you had to also like know what the special was going to be. Uh, but, but there were things that, um, that, but you could, you could win without doing that. Right. Um, there were things that, uh, Squidge and I would do where we'd be playing like tag a tag team. match. Yeah. Right? And to win the belts, you could, you could either, we talked about earlier on, you win by pinning a person, knocking them out or, uh, making them submit. Another way to win would be a can out. So, the character goes out of the ring and they're parading around. I'm the best. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you're out. But the, the, the real stipulation in real wrestling is that belts can't change on, on a counter. But in the game, in this game, they could. So what I would do is I'd go, Squeeze, let's play a two-player attack match. I'll throw him out the ring and you keep beating him up until ten seconds has passed and we become the tag team champions. <laughs> you know. Every time we did that, we never played fair in that game. It was always, <laughs> I'd be outside, he'd knock the, the oh, what's it called? Opponent, the the one that's tagged in. What's it called? Is it the official man? No, the legal. Yeah, legal man. he'd knock the legal man out mm-hmm. of the ring. I'd knock him out outside the ring. He'd get count out. We win. Yeah. yeah and then it. next time I'd be in the ring. So he'd, so I'd throw out the legal man and I'd grab the the other tag partner, drag him in the ring. Yeah. So the two loads of <laughs> going on and we'd still win. <laughs> yeah. Every right. time and it never stopped us. But it also had it had a huge roster. Right, because the game itself was tiny. <laughs> do you remember you could just grab stuff from the crowd, like stop signs, and use yeah. them as yeah. weapons? So yeah, it had this wonderful feature where you could walk up to the crowd and grab the the crowd sign. It could be a stop sign. It could be a I love whatever sign. Grab that and beat someone up with it, like you, like wrestlers do in real life, I guess, or at least they used to do. Yeah, more in CW than yeah, anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. Um, mm. But but yeah, it had this huge roster because, like I said, the game itself was tiny and. Um, there was really only one arena, you know, uh, in the later games, in the WWF games, they've got every single arena they've ever been in, all the shows they've ever been in. And this was really just one arena and it was really quick. It was that stupidly fast arcade, push a button, you're in a match and there you go. There's your, there's your, there's your fight to do. And it had this roster of about 200 wrestlers that you could play as, which is immense. Like, I think, uh, SmackDown had maybe 20, 50, something like that. Not but, very yeah, yeah, I think like the first one had odd probably 20 odd, and then the second one had yeah, 40, 40 to 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Double, but. Yeah, but like, uh, but, but, but yeah, uh, the WCW NWO game had, had, too easily 200 it was, characters it was separated from. into the factions at the time yeah, it was, the yeah. NWO the, because I, I did like on um, 
I don't, was it on both of them? But definitely on Thunder, where on the character select screen you'd have a little FMV. Oh, yeah, that was, of, that yeah, was only on Thunder, the. Yeah, yeah. The PlayStation was, game, yeah. That was the PlayStation version, the N64, you never got those little yeah, yeah. skits. So you could, so for that, yeah, you would hover over your character you wanted to play as. And you push a button you for it. Gave it enough time or you pushed a button and it would load a little a video of them. Almost, a promo, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like you see on the, on the actual product when you watch it on TV, it would be, I'm going to kick your butt. And it would pause, or it would be like, I'm the best, or whatever, which was mm. really, really quite cool. It was a nice little innovation. And I think one of the things about about wrestling games that makes them um, a great thing to study is that, as similar to first-person shooters, you have to squeeze the most performance out of that game, or the most space out of the medium you're using. And so wrestling games, I feel like, are good things to study from a games development point of view as well because there's so much going on you know it, it is a football game a football game is a football game you know there, there will be nuances but there are certain rules and you have a team over here and a team over there and a ball gets bounced about wrestling matches like there are so many different weird combinations of them and loads of different rules and you know uh, they have this weird thing where you get a table you lay them on the table and you jump onto the table and the table smashes and everybody loves it the crowd goes wild for no real reason like it as a, it does not make sense it's a bit in of real life pa- pavlovian isn't it it bit? is yeah because yeah. wrestling audiences have been trained to expect certain things yeah. if a table comes out it's going to break if you know yeah. if, so so here's a weird thing in in regards to like the N64 uh, games we 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 haven't mentioned No Mercy much, and there's there's from my point of view there's a reason for that. We we never played it, mm. you? We never had it. No. We, we only had the CW game, so we had Well Tall and um, Revenge, and I preferred Revenge, um, just for that reaction for the the truck driver at the beginning. But what? the I I recently at a retro fair picked up um, a really good mint condition N64 and No Mercy, and at the time they were both released, it was the same. Same producer, so this, it was exactly the same controls, just different. Because it's the same engine. Yeah, just a dis- different ref- ref- uh, wrestling company. And it was really weird because CW, when you played it, WCW one, you barely ever had any interruptions. It was just basically you jumped into whatever match you wanted, you went for a belt, series of things and what have you. No mercy, I'd like you chose your belt and you went through a story mode and not much would affect a story mode. You couldn't change any of the options for the story mode, but the minute you started, someone interfered, and you were guaranteed to lose. And I played that recently, and it really did my head in, because I thought, this isn't a fair fight, but if you look at the actual storyline of the the actual promotions at the time, CW, WCW, was worse for that, the crash yeah. matches yeah. and the crash finishes, mm. than WF. I mean, they had interruption, but mm. you knew... If it was a certain person from a stable fighting, there was going to oh, be yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but for, sure. for the yeah. gaming point of view, it was a flip way around, and I really wanted to give No Mercy a try and really like it. But every single match was interruptions, and you can't turn it off, and it did my nutting. <laughs> it bet. really did. So, but the controls are exactly yeah. the same. So if if someone said to me, "You've got one choice: No Mercy or..." Revenge, I go revenge. The hell with no mercy. I'd rather have a game where I can actively fight and possibly win <laughs> yeah. instead of interruptions and the AI is programmed at certain points in the story to actually beat you or make it very, very difficult and not give you a fighting chance. I'd rather just kick the crap out of someone, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not well, not saying that I don't like a challenge, but there's there's liking a challenge, and then there's Dark Souls before Dark Souls. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so you've kind of brought it up there, right? I wanted to talk about a number of honourable mentions. <laughs> now I've got like two or three here, 
but other than like is is no mercy an honorable mention switch would you it is um if you just want to play exhibition matches (laughs) it's the it's it's a it's a bit different to get used to than revenge because it's it's a bit quicker but the the controls are a little more involved okay but it's it, it is fun I will say that it is fun. So, what about you, B? Have you got any? So, yeah, I've got I've got a couple of honorable mentions, but the ironic thing is, is that um, what what one I say one, it's actually a series, but what uh, one set of them, I've not even played any. I just heard a lot about them, and I would I would like to play them at some point somehow uh, if I could find a way. But the, uh, it's basically the Day of Reckoning series on GameCube, uh, and in case you don't know, WWE Day of Reckoning series had like a full on story mode. Uh, not just a career, like a story. And apparently it was a really good storyline <laughs> that you, I think, I believe you took a custom wrestler through and you would go through a story that took you through. You know, so obviously some of the things, was, including um, obviously starring the, some of the actual wrestlers in, in, in their roles. And I'd always, he- always heard really good things about it. And of course the GameCube at the time, you know, all the wrestlers in it looked really, really like way above what was happening on the other consoles at the time as well. Like, it was weird, like... <laughs> so it's the only place you could probably get away with saying, oh, the sweat looked re- so realistic. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the sweaty bodies. And then the other um, honourable mention, as well as the two Day of Reckoning games, um, is, again, another weird one, because as you may have uh, gathered, there's a bit of a theme here of me liking really <laughs> weird wrestling games. What a shock. Is the fact that um, the, on the PS1, there was the game WWE... Crash Course, which wasn't... It was a wrestling game that wasn't even a wrestling game. Are you sure, are you sure it wasn't PS2? Uh, it might have been PS2, actually. was racing one, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so, PS2. basically, it was Destruction Derby, but with WWE stars. The was... premise was was that Vince McMahon had bought all the networks, television networks, so he was filling all the television stations with WWE versions of your favourite programmes. So you had uh, Kane doing a cooking show or whatever. But for the game... There was basically a destruction derby slash um, uh, twisted metal style game of every wrestler had like their own unique car or vehicle and was just trying to destroy each other in these vehicles. So like you had RVD in, in like a, a green car or whatever, uh, and like an, I think one of them was might have been an ice cream van. Uh, I think Kane's I think might have been an ice cream van. I'm not sure, but it was just weird because it was just like you just got to think what who was in that boardroom meeting goes right. We've got the WWE license. What shall we do with it? How about a car racing game? What? <laughs> yeah, go on then, I love it. Yeah, let's but do we that. just destroyed... And then they did it. And, yeah. then, and yeah. even though it wasn't like the best game, I just love that sort of thing that WWE is like probably the only thing you could do and do that and get away with it. Like, can you? could you imagine if they tried to do a FIFA game yeah, right. where it was like... like Manchester United... Yeah, um, Manchester United crash for Crash or Course or yeah. bloody... Uh, have Wimbledon doing Cooking Mama... Like, yeah. <laughs> Mass Effect Wrestling. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Does it's it? like, uh, it, yeah, there's like you said, there's literally nothing else that, no, no other sort of genre that would work. Yeah. Where you could, just, where you could throw the characters into another genre and go, go on then, have at it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> because it goes hand in hand with the ridiculousness of yeah. the product. Yeah. It works. Exactly. It yeah. works perfectly. Yeah. And like I said, even though it was, by all accounts, I don't want to say a terrible game, but, you know, even though it wasn't a very good game, it was. I just love that spirit of it, of this, of, of, uh, of what it was. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. We've yeah, got yeah. all these wrestlers in a racing game. You go have fun. Go on. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll exactly. leave him alone. He's having fun. Here's your tie box. It's it's like yeah, it's like giving the kid the tie box Why without not? giving them the instructions. And then Why not? Right? You could you could oh, building IKEA for adults. <laughs> you could probably make a Mario Tennis style game. Yeah. But with wrestlers as well, where you take it to a, you yeah. dial it up to twelve again or twenty again, you know, each of the wrestlers have their own super smashing uh, attack or whatever on the ball or whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm just imagining sense. Mario being put through a table or something. Yeah. But <laughs> it perfectly makes sense. It, <laughs> yeah. You're saying it sounds stupid, but it could totally work. You can't do that with any other property. Mm. <laughs> you could, but it'd be ridiculous. Not to the same levels. Mm. You can't have a Game of Thrones tennis game. You know what I mean? But you can, uh, you can, you can see a WWE or TNA or AEW or mm. WCW or whatever NJPW or whatever um, tennis game. It could, it could make sense. But then maybe that's because we know that material so well. Mm. I don't know. Um, but I think, about you? I think for me, um, I've only really got two honourable mentions. I wrote down three or four in my uh, in my notes. As I was preparing, but yeah, I've only got two or two that I really want to bring up. Uh, one was a SNES game, Super Fire Pro Wrestling, which which mm. was it had this story mode. It started off the fire, the Rara series of Fire Pro Wrestling games. Yeah, I was going to say. So this was like one of the early ones from the current Steam and PS4 Fire Pro Wrestling. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think it's called. Yeah. It? Um, and yeah, so this was um, <laughs> when I tell you that the story was written by Suda Fifty One. Um, well, that yeah, explains right. a lot. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that yeah. Uh, but the, in, in case you're not uh, familiar, Suda Fifty One is the man behind Deadly Premonition. That, that's prepared for weirdness. Yeah, I want to. Yeah. I want to say he worked on what's that one with the um, No More Heroes. No More Heroes, thank that's, you. Yeah, yeah, he worked on No More one, Heroes yeah. as well. So if you've played either of those two games, you know what you get into that and, with this one. I can't remember the other one. It was a third-person shooter, wasn't it? What's great about this mm. is it took that... Grasshopper manufacture. That's mm. it. So it took this idea of... Oh, this... He didn't do... Um, sorry, he didn't do um, Deadly Premonition. He did uh, No More Heroes, Killer 7. Uh, I was yeah. about to say Killer 7. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there was another one, but I can't remember now. Yeah. But basically, yeah. that oh, Killer is Dead is the other oh, one. Okay, fair enough. Did yeah. you do Shadow of the Damned? I don't think so... I'm probably going to mix it up. Either way, yeah. Either way, yeah. Yeah, he did Shadows of the Damned. That's no, there you go. He's known for writing these sort of wacky, weird storylines, right? For video games. Um, and what he did with Super Fire Pro Wrestling was he said, well, why don't we take this? And this was, you know, the early 90s. Why don't we take this wrestling game? Because in Japan, wrestling is huge. Right? Yeah. But in a different way to wrestling being huge in America. In America, it's kind of accepted that there's this realism and you accept that social contract that you're going to accept that it's kind of realistic within the walls of the arena. You walk out. Yeah, all right, was it? But in Japan, everyone's in on it. Mm. Everyone accepts it. There's no, there's no. Oh well, that's not real. You know, they're not. Re-. Everyone is in on it to the point where um, they have a twenty four seven title. Now, this has got nothing to do with the game, but they have a twenty four seven title in one of the promotions. I want to say New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's um, no, it's um, it's it's DDT. Oh well, there you go then, right? And uh, and one of the things that happened was the current title holder at the time that this event happened was just walking through backstage, and a ladder fell on them and knocked them out and left them pinned on the floor. Referee ran in. One, two, three. Their new champion was a ladder. It was the DDT <laughs> Super Heavy Metal Weight Iron. I'm got to look up the full thing because yeah. I can. Iron something. Yeah. yeah, but this is also the same country where you can have a wrestler do a match by themselves and a blow up sex doll. 
Yes, yes and everyone's in on it. Yeah, everyone's and enjoying. Like three or four times during the match, the sex doll changes uh, gimmick. Yeah, right. And they because emulate someone else. Yeah, because why not? It's the DDT Pro, uh, the DDT Pro Wrestling Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight Championship. There you go. Then there you see, go. that's because, a mouthful. Because why not? Right. <laughs> so this is this is this is the the idea we're going into. This is the culture we're going into. Right. Mm. So Suda Fifty One took the idea of a arcade style beat 'em up slash wrestling game and made a story where you are a new to wrestling thing you want to join the wrestling promotion you want to be the best so you fight your way through them and the match before the so like the penultimate match the match before the final match your trainer gets killed right and you're like oh well i'm gonna have to do really well in this next one because i'm fighting for the memory of my trainer similar to like rocky right the same thing happens in that one maybe rocky too i think it is where mickey dies there's one way yeah well yeah yeah yeah, right. Drago, innit? I have a Drago. But no, the- that was Mr. T. Drago was far. Nah. Okay, fair enough, right? But there's one where <laughs> Mickey dies, Mickey the trainer dies, and it's like, I'm going to win this fight for you, Mickey. And there's a bit where he's about to get beaten up, and you just hear this over the voiceover, get up, you son of a because <laughs> Mickey loves you. And that gives him the effort, that gives him the, the drive to carry on. Same thing happens here with that final match. You're about to get beaten, and then you beat the guy. And then... You become the best in the world, and it literally says you are the best in the world, and then it shows you this like almost cutscene in that early style of a single image, and you know static things happen on the image, and it says like three weeks later, and it shows you your house, and you hear this, you died, like your character commits suicide at the end of the game wow. because they are the best yeah. in the world, yeah. and their trainer wow. dies. Actually, true. That went. That that took a yeah. turn. Yeah, that's actually true. Right that at one the last day. minute, seriously. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that's honest truth. That I've seen took that cutscene. I've seen that cutscene. It it really hits you. Holy! That escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah, right. That escalated. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so Jesus. the reason it's an honourable mention is because the controls are brilliant. It's a great one v one sort of style fighter game. But then that storyline just because it hairpins. <laughs> I'm still in shock. <laughs> I've got whiplash from that. Yeah, right. I'm surprised you didn't know about it. I've yeah. got mood whiplash from Super that. Super Fire Pro Wrestling. You should definitely check it out. Quick- I, I don't want to get the latest one on PS4 now. My my, my oh, character no, might not survive. None of them since then have had that that weird ending. It's just that was his first. Mind you, Suda Fifty One has worked on the new one. Oh, well, mind you, I do actually. I, I don't actually want to play the new one because it's got a very sort of SNES style graphics. Yeah, it was on Steam as well, isn't it? Yeah. So it's PS4. So um, it's it's. So I I actually do want to play the new one because i've seen a lot of people play it and it's very old school but with modern controls and it works really well one of my other honorable mentions was going to be just real quick a game that's coming out soon called retro mania wrestling which is a re like i've got to get that that looks awesome the title and all those kinds of things oh sorry sorry so yeah just a lovely little bit of trivia that i've I've found out just about that um super metal heavyweight iron man 24 7 championship yes that i thought was lovely definitely worth uh pointing out um, do you know who the thousandth champion was of the Iron oh. Heavy Metal Work champion? Was it Reddit? Nope. No. Reddit was a champion. I was going to say Reddit was a <laughs> champion. This was funny, yeah. Reddit, Reddit was so, a champion so, of that belt. Just to, this, so, is the one, this is the, one that the, the ladder won it. So Reddit's also won it. But this is even better. The thousandth champion was itself. <laughs> when... When on April the 29th, 2014, the title belt itself became the champion by pinning Sanjiro Takagi. <laughs> I, I remember... So the belt was its own thousandth champion. Exactly, right? It's, <laughs> Why like, not? Like I was saying earlier on about you can't watch a single 
uh, match and be a wrestling fan because that will never convince you. Hearing stories like that will never convince you because it doesn't make sense and it sounds really stupid. I, th- I think, but if you, but just like with a movie or a book, if you absorb yourself into the rules of the universe of what can happen, makes perfect sense. I think the one where Reddit was a champion was someone went on to Reddit to say that I've got this championship and someone said, you know, you've lost it, don't you? What do you mean? What do you do when you put something on Reddit? What do you click? And he went, submit. Oh, crap! <laughs> At which point, Reddit won the championship. I think it was something like that, wasn't it? Through submission, yeah. Yeah, I'm through submission, he lost the championship to Reddit. Because there was a referee, yeah. there was a, a referee came into the thread. <laughs> 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 it was like, well, yep, okay. Internet won! Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, the, the other one, again, it's... These honourable mentions have these weird twists that happen, and they're right at the end. Right, the other one, WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game. Right, everybody loved this game. Oh, Whenever each wrestler's to... got really weird storylines. Yeah, at the they end, do. Don't they? they do. Right, and it's just one particular wrestler that has the this weirdest storyline. Mm. And when I, and um, I'm thankful that B made me change my notes slightly because there was a word in this that was really horrible. Um, as much as the previous description should have had a trigger warning, this one I'll put needs one to in. have a trigger warning as well. Yeah, I'll put some sort of um, trigger warning in. Yeah, uh, so yeah, as much as the previous one had to have a trigger warning, this should really have a trigger warning. Squidge is going to, in the edit, add a trigger warning for us. Uh, but yeah, in WWF WrestleMania, the video game, uh, the arcade game, sorry, um, it was an arcade cabinet, uh, I think up to four players, and you could have four people at once battling it out, and there was a story mode, and the story mode was presented very much like the Mortal Kombat story mode, in that it was a series of bouts, and when you beat the boss, or beat the, the, the most difficult challenge, you got a text uh, exit essentially you know like like the Mortal Kombat games like Street Fighter like Tekken all of those games at the, at the time had a you've beaten the game here's how this character dealt with beating the game and most of them had really weird things like Razor Ramon uh, played by uh, Scott Hall uh, also known as Scott Hall but not inducted into WWE as the person um, you know went off and did his own thing or The Undertaker went off and did his own thing the Shawn Michaels one <laughs> now, Shawn Michaels was known as the heartbreak kid. He was known as sort of like the sexiest man in wrestling or something stupid like that. Mm. You know, he was known to be the one that all the women would chase after. His ending, which I feel should have a trigger warning, uh, is a lot. I don't have the text to hand, but you can look it up. And if you want to go look it up. But essentially he wins. He gets the pin. He does his his pose or whatever it's all described in the in the thing he did his pain he didn't pose and then all of the women in the audience run down to the ring burst through all of the barricades jump into the ring and essentially sexually assault him into unconsciousness i feel like that might have been a bit too much, but in the theme of the character, that's probably what he would have wanted. It fits the character of HBK. It fits the character. The yeah. game was released in the early 90s, so it doesn't fit with the squeaky clean cut idea of WWE. Like, like the PG era, yeah. 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 So it's, it's, like, it's, it's something that I think the centre's missed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very much. Just it wasn't it. blood and guts, so I don't think it yeah. really cared. But Well, yeah, because mm. you can throw it in at the end and the people who were censoring it don't don't see it. Mm. Right? It was a fun game to play, don't get me wrong. That wonderful arcade action of the, stupid um, over-the-top It was a uh, photo sprite, wasn't it? Yeah, it, yeah. It, so, it took actual yeah. images of the characters doing the movies yeah, yeah. and stuff. So yeah. in, in the same way as uh, Mortal Kombat was made. You know, is that... Uh, Street Rotoscope. Fighter the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Street Fighter the movie, the game. Yeah, mm. Street 
the movie, the game. Yeah, yeah. The first Street Fighter, the movie, the game, movie, the game, movie. Oh yeah, the game yeah. of the movie. That's the. But one. yeah, that was that. That's the the that's the worst one. But some of the other ones are dark as well. Brett the Hitman Heart one. That's dark. I'm not going to mention it. Yeah, we'll, that's we'll leave dark. it as an yeah. exercise to the listeners to go look these There's up. There's your homework. Yeah. Or maybe... <laughs> For the third time in this Maybe series, I'll try and find the screen caps and throw them into the show notes. So check out the show notes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those were my uh, honourable mentions because in the same way that All Stars takes that idea of taking it up to the next level and being stupid and accepting that these characters, these caricatures of people are dialed up to 11. These things dialed it up all the way. Like to 100. Even further. Yeah. Right, yeah. Past 100 up to infinity. You know, that ending for Fire Pro Wrestling is Oof. way over the top and it's totally dark. But it was it was one of those where to actually complete that game, it was really quite difficult. Yeah. So yeah. only the most dedicated saw that and then they sort of went, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. Was it really worth it? But yeah, so... Don't be dead. That <laughs> was our list of um, <laughs> wrestling games that you should totally check out. Um, we were originally going to do loads more, but then we realised we were getting very deep into it, and we decided <laughs> this, this, not to. This, this part's probably going to be did, a two-part. What we did anyway. was we mixed it up as we yeah. did. That's one thing that you'll realise as you watch a lot of wrestling, is that sometimes the ending to the match or the contents of the match changes whilst the match is going on, and it's all about improvisation, and that's kind of what we did. We turned it's it hitting up. It's hit work, it's a shoot. <laughs> that's exactly it so um, oh, I forgot about the right way around some of that she was yeah. real life close it? enough yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, me, me, you've me, learned so much wrestling yeah. parlance that's, in that's me listening to Steve Austin podcast he, he mentions that and I really get confused half the time yeah uh, yeah that wasn't you, a shameless plug if you are working it is a work yeah, yeah. but she was real life yeah, yeah that's it it's like shooting fish in a barrel right mm. um, so um Speaking of shooting fish in barrel. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so um, what we'll do is we'll we'll draw a line in the sand there and say that's that's the one, two, three. We've decided what our... We'll tap out. <laughs> that's it, right? Well, you, we'll tap out there. you What I'll say is, get in touch with us. Tell us what your... If you have some favourite wrestling games, what they are. Um, I know that Jay-Z will probably listen to this. And I know that Jay-Z is a big fan of the pro wrestling game on the NES. So I'd love to hear about why and what's great about it. Also... Um, did just just be very aware that the the intro to this episode and last episode and what we'll possibly do for the outros is going to take me a long time to do. So please, <laughs> nice comments because it's going to take yeah. me a while. Please, yeah. but yeah. Um, <laughs> so let us know what your if you have a. Are you a fan of pro wrestling? Are you not a fan of pro wrestling? Please keep it kind. Um, we don't want to hear about oh, you pro wrestling fans are all. Don't want to hear it. Um, you want to do that? Go somewhere else and do it. Um, there, are, but, there are plenty of channels on YouTube you can abuse. There are, yeah, there are plenty of <laughs> other places for you to bring that up. This is a, a fun, happy place, right? Where we just really silly. Um, so yeah, if you're a fan of pro wrestling, let us know. If you're a fan of pro wrestling games, but not a fan of pro wrestling, is there a reason why? Is it just because it's fun to beat people up? Do you just like hitting people over the head with chairs like yes. I do? And if so, are you a sociopath <laughs> like me? I don't know. Um, Maybe. <laughs> yeah, right? So yeah, let us know. Uh, What's your favourite wrestling game? Do you have any honourable mentions of your own? Um, but with that being said, what I'm going to do is throw it over to the B for him to tell us where we can learn a little bit more about him and what he's up to and what he's doing. So yeah, if you want to see more of my work, regularly at the moment I can be found um, writing up news on playstationtrophies.org and xboxachievements.com and sometimes on videogamer.com, so make sure you check out those three websites um, if you want to see some news pieces from me. Otherwise, you can also check out my Twitter, which is probably the main source for all my feed and stuff I'm up to and hearing about what I'm going to be doing, etc, etc. Then you can check me out there on 
at the B, which is T H E underscore B, the letter B. And uh, yeah, make sure you hit me up on there. And yeah, that's I think that's it. Is that yeah, that's the main three places to come and find me. Cool. When uh, he's not hiding under his rock. Yeah, that's it. We'll make, well ventilated with Wi-Fi. You know. We'll make a point of putting those in the show notes, both the redacted show notes that are in the player that you're listening to this mm. on and on the website. So if you're on your podcatcher player, um, press through to the show notes. There's a way to view whatever show notes that the player exposes. Yeah. Um, in that, there will be a link to the Bees Twitter and a link to the full show notes for the, the that's on the wafflingtailers.rocks website. Definitely check that out because I usually do some kind of meta commentary on each episode and provide links and images and stuff we've already mentioned it a few times um, but definitely check that out check us out over at wafflingtailors.rocks uh, search for us on twitter and facebook just with the phrase waffling tailors i'm not going to spell it for you well i will w-a-f-f-l-i-n-g-t-a-y-l-o-r-s you put that into the search for twitter facebook or google will come up that way one thing i noticed the other day almost accidentally was i searched for in a completely private private tab so in a new browser installation waffling taylor's favorite games and what's really cool and i'm kind of proud about this is the way that i built the website google can index it and gives you screenshots of the games we discuss in that episode in the search results that's pretty cool that is pretty cool that's isn't pretty it? cool yeah and it even says according to waffling taylor's and then lists each of the games <laughs> and the screenshots and all that kind of stuff. It's really cool. Nice. Does that include the ongoing tally of uh, games mentioned? Then is that does Google take that? Into oh, I keep, that's keep it, getting bigger. It that. doesn't, but I want to mention that. Okay, so I've got a page that gets built automatically every time we release a new episode or a new blog post because we were originally a blog website, yeah. but now we've transitioned to being blog and podcast. If you go to wafflingtailors.rocks forward slash our no sorry forward slash those games we played but with hyphens between each of the words so those hyphen games hyphen we hyphen played lists every single game we've ever mentioned on the podcast or the blog and you can you can filter that by uh, alphabetically or by the number of times mentioned and i think it's somewhere up in the region of 950 games so far um that's before recording this episode can, um, can i can i just say i i i'm absolutely astounded that neither of you congratulated me for this episode at least not mentioning the nintendo switch even once too late <laughs> Dang it! Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't filter by uh, console. Maybe we should. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, last episode I did get in my Animal Crossing, so you know. It yeah, was exactly right. Yeah, you've got it this time. But yeah, um, and you're off to a strong start when you did first mention it. Well, I, I will yeah, add there was that. a full forty minutes of saying every other word. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, also, um, leave us a review somewhere if you want to. There's a whole page all about that. If you go to wafflingtellers.rocks forward slash hour hyphen podcast, there's a bunch of places there's a bunch of links on there for how you can leave us a rating or review on whatever podcatcher service you use if you're on apple if you use apple podcasts because you're on ios or if you use Castbox, overcast Podchaser, pocket cast all of those hundreds of things you could just click the button mm. it will take you to the page and you can leave us a review if you want we're trying to make it as easy as possible because otherwise you've got to sign up for an account and do all the wow. weirdness and if you are wrestling's david Meltzer, then please uh put us on par on okada and amiga or you know johnny gargano and uh andrade say an almas's matches so five stars please or six stars those will be good yeah <laughs> six stars six <laughs> stars he, out of five yeah he, he gave six stars out of five to um it was take a one that was Almas and, and Gargano. And it was the first time he'd broke the scale for WWE. 
TL. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, definitely check those out. And uh, we'll... But if you don't want to leave a review and you're a liker, not a problem. Yeah, no, absolutely. Just just listen along. Um, let your friends know as well. If if you have friends, because some people don't, um, and they are into video games, they will <laughs> likely... <laughs> If you're self-isolating... Because if you have well, feet... No, well, if well, you're self-isolating, definitely because of the virus and not because you don't have friends. Here's the thing, right? <laughs> here's, here is the thing, right? I've done a quick tally. There are, including this episode that we are recording right now, there are 74 episodes of the podcast. Oh. Most of which are an hour to an hour and a half. Some are even three hours long. That oh. gives you a shed load of content for free for you to just sit and listen to if you end up being self-isolated or if you just want to listen to people talk about video games. And I can only apologize profusely for that fact. I mean, <laughs> I, there's at least one episode that's 40 minutes long and there's at least one episode that's two and a half hours long. The we 40, pre- 40 minute one was the one where I mentioned the Australian shock and a death. Oh no, the, there's one that's shorter than that, which is uh, 25 minutes long, which is the 10 tracks from... The rock that was my you, gaming though. world that was me that but was just yeah. you yeah and that's why it's only 20 minutes because it's just me telling you what's great about music in video games we should do more of those i think yeah. but that's a discussion for off of off air we appreciate you listening and for you giving us our attention no your and attention. we apologize in advance <laughs> <laughs> and that as well yeah. profusely yeah. and but, over and over again but yeah definitely check us out uh waffling taylor's signing off this is jay saying bye-bye squidgy see you later squidgy see you later squidgy hello squidgy what Yes. Yes? Okay, bye from me too. Yes! 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 No. Gentlemen, after your win at Waffle Fest, going into Waffle Mania on Sunday, how do you feel taking on Team Arcade Death in a Red Ring of Death match? What does Team Soft Scoop have to say to them? Uh, I think we did pretty well. But, uh, you, I mean, we, we, we could probably do. Manly, B! Manly! Oh, We've okay, got to show sorry, these guys what it's all about! Reset! 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 <laughs> we do, we do, right? I'm going to rub my uh, wrestling persona on. <laughs> it helps if I get... Tights on. They have to be tight enough to make you really angry about the situation. And then, you know, like, well, let me tell you something, brothers. We're gonna go squeeze them. We're gonna squish them. We're gonna break them in two. They're gonna be going home to mommy, asking for forgiveness, begging for forgiveness, because the beatdown we're gonna put on those arcade attack boys is nothing, nothing compared to the glory that we will feel as the new podcast champions of the world. Here's what I'm gonna make them do. I'm gonna make them tap out. One, two, three. But what they're really going to wish they're going to have done is put in the Konami code before they came in. That's right. I'm going to tell them that they can't do that. It's a no Konami code match. No disqualifications, but no Konami code. They're going to tap out. I'm going to break them in half. I'm going to tear them to pieces. But as long as we're home, like, for dinner, because oh, I'm course, really yeah, quite hungry, to. yeah. Gentlemen, gentlemen, we're still alive.
Manly things, grrr. We're going to eat you for breakfast. But, like, only as part of a balanced meal and, like, proper free course. Everything oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Maybe course, in a party. Yeah, after it, so. yeah of course, yeah, yeah. Intro music is Behind the Lines by Ian Sutherland. Outro music is I Need You, Watashi no Sabate by GH. Spoiler break music is Spectrum Subdiffusion Mix by Phonics. Palette cleansing music is Breathe Deep, Breathe Clear by Siobhan Gay. See the show notes for more details. The Waffling Tailors podcast is a proud member of the J&J Media Network. To find out more about J&J Media, head over to jayandjay.media or check the show notes for a link.